Episode 42, New Spell, Who Dis? episode number 42 the avengers and lolly gagging podcast how's everybody doing doing right doing okay yeah yeah no, 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 no. yeah we are continuing to do this on zoom so we can see everyone's face but josh's uh instead we see some sort of waifu thing going on uh <laughs> is that a character that we should uh, the, who, who is that who is this a character that we're looking at uh Ilya from fate okay fate series okay all right uh it's just the eyes pretty much yeah uh i prefer your face but this will do this will do i noticed that this 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 image has no nose uh is that just a style or is this a specific species that has no nose (laughs) yeah it's just like a little chibi thing Mm -hmm. so you don't draw noses okay so you guys this is a weird thing because this is episode 42 we are playing on 420 2020. Mm, There's lots of fours and twos going on. I was going on. That happened. This is weird. This is not not planned. It's coincidence. (laughs) Not planned at all. But um, yeah. So hi. Uh, It's good to see Josh and Coder. Uh, I see Long and Ashley and Melissa all the time. So I really don't care about them. Pretty sure I see you more than my family now. (laughs) 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 All right. We we are going to get back to playing our our uh i was about to say ailing isle that's not right we're gonna get back to our call to ruin campaign uh but before we do that uh coder josh you guys have you been following along with our ailing isle uh, game on uh on twitch.tv slash rpg on thursdays at 9 p.m central look at that i'm <laughs> so much better at that i've seen a little bit of it there are uh, i i was freaking ashley out because i was dropping a couple npc names uh, that mm-hmm. were kind of significant uh do you remember which one that was actually that 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 stood out? Oh God! Now that he, I had it, now it's gone. It was a dwarf. Um, it started with an I. That's correct. Yeah. Uh, I want to say Iro, but I could be wrong. You're pretty close. It's Ivo Zask. So yeah. really early in our Call to Ruin campaign, this one, uh, you guys made it to Edgar Key. This is when we were kind of doing our like warm up to the real story, like when we were playing stuff. We released those episodes still, but like we weren't quite to the ruin yet. It was like our newbie, our newbie versions, but you were told about a friend of the crazy. Remember the crazy uh, lighthouse keeper guy? Yeah, yeah. The one that talked to the, the masks and was crazy. And the yep. one friend that he had was Ivo Zask, who would come every now and then and like play games with them. Whenever he would like leave the ruin, they would come down. They'd play like checkers or something like that. And so yeah, and then he disappeared, not disappeared, but he was taken to the aisle, and so he made a re. Uh, made an appearance plus there's conrad ingman dr ingman which you guys have met uh, in the actual in this in this campaign so uh it's like dropping some names and maybe there might be more we'll see who knows and maybe we'll start dropping some names from that game uh in this game so all right enough of that let's get back to our game here so last time out uh you guys were leaving merlin pfeiffer's home after coming to visit her to try to learn uh, some some details about the waystones uh, that that uh, Cressida and Bruno were kind of after, 
uh, having kidnapped uh, Chadwick and taken Roderick along for the ride. Your guys are kind of hunting them down, chasing them down. So you came to the Wood Witch's home uh, to see if she had any kind of information, some context she can give you, but also to maybe uh, on a personal level, Lavinia was looking to try to improve some of her spellcraft, uh, get somebody Mm -hmm. who might tutor her in some way. Uh, And you were given a task to go to the Hobart farm and convince uh, Chorta Hobart to give over her sapphire pendant that she was that she promised uh, to give to the Wood Witch after a couple, you know, a couple weeks back, a month or so ago, after some sort of job or some sort of deal or arrangement they had. When you guys went to that farm, you encountered some some of those marauders again, those crazy marauders from the north. They're showing up further and further south now. The last time you encountered them, it was north of the Tershvela, which is kind of that northernmost demarcation of like safety or relative safety as it comes to uh, the ruin. Uh, but now they're well south of it because uh, the Hobart farm is kind of centralized uh, between you know the actual uh, city of Verdum and the the river itself. And so you encountered a few of them who had killed some of uh, some of Lavinia's neighbors uh, en route, uh, and that was a crazy fight where many of you got hurt. But you continued to to move towards the Hobart farm where you encountered another individual who was heavily armored, looked to be uh, somewhat. Uh, intimidating and capable, but an incredibly well-timed and uh, uh, cast of cack-handed grasp and some pretty intelligent stealth uh, managed to isolate him, and you managed to take out a lot of his his hangers-on, his underlings, uh, before he was really starting to take you seriously. He did, however, get away, uh, despite the fact that you you broke a horse's ankle and all that kind of stuff. That was crazy, like the rolls that went in your favor there. But he got away. Uh, and as you explored that Hobart farm, you found the bodies of more people. You found some kind of military footlocker underneath their floorboards that had all sorts of goodies that suggested that somebody in that household was once like a witch hunter. And you have all this fun gear. You also stole, because of the cack-handed grasp, you stole the Morgenstern that this big fella was uh, was carrying as well. And the other weapon, the military lance, but he had left inside the home, you'd stole that as well. So that, that dude's riding back with a broken horse and no weapons. That's not going to go well. And then you guys came back. And uh, as you come back to Merlin Pfeiffer's home, you walk in, she's starting, she's making some huge beet stew or something on a goulash, whatever. And uh, you guys come in looking horribly worse for wear, trudging mud all over the place. And she tells you to wipe your feet. Uh, And we're going to start there. So um, how are we feeling? It's evening time. Uh, you have plenty of stuff to get food. I don't think anybody is capable of healing today uh, because I think all of you. I think, right, we failed in the morning. Yeah, a lot of you yeah. failed in the morning because there's some infections and stuff that were going on in the morning. So any sort of heals will have to wait till the next day. But is there anything in particular you're looking to do tonight or do we want to just fast forward to the morning after you all get a good rest? Uh, then I need to like make her a bookshelf or something. For you, there's a couple tasks that you probably want to take care of. There's some materials that you're going to have to fetch from town, but you'll have to return here at some point in the future to uh, to fulfill your bargain with her. The other thing, though, is that one of the pieces of armor that you had discovered beneath the floorboards of the Hobart farm was a very nice, nice piece of brigandine boiled leather armor, uh, but it looked to be a little bit out of... Uh, out of commission, like it hadn't been used for a while. Some of the straps weren't quite right. So if you want to spend the night, uh, at least 
as light allows, making a tradecraft test on that to make sure that that is a wearable uh, piece of gear for somebody. Uh, that's something that Bear probably would be best at. Uh, yeah. Uh, just like refitting it, pretty much. Exactly. So, so go ahead and you can roll a routine, uh, a routine tradecraft test. Nice. And that's like leather working, I guess. I would consider that leather working. What kind of focuses do you have? Uh, carpentry, weapon smithing, and smithing. Yeah, no, none of those would apply. If you want to wait, you can always just wait till tomorrow. Uh, but it's up to you. If you're like, un- if you're imperiled right now, ignore the skill. No, I don't want to have idle hands. So, fair enough. Let's see what I can do. Okay, go for it. All right, so that is a success. Uh, it's going to take you a little time, and, but you probably beg Merlin for like a like thread and rags and like oils or something. Perfect. Yeah, and so that takes up most of your night. Uh, Lavinia, you uh, you had fetched the pendant, the sapphire yes. pendant as well. Mm-hmm. So, do you hand that over? Yes. When you hand it over, you can see that there. Her face makes a very fascinating visible change. She has. She's just like this greedy. It's like a golem moment where she just reaches out and grabs. Yes, and then <sighs> she quickly realizes how crazy she looked, and she sort of gains her composure back but she's also a little concerned because looking around like you guys are bruised and beaten bleeding you got you got your own blood on you you got other people's blood on you You got flecks of bone and hair and stuff from the things you've been fighting so she looks at you and she says a deal is a deal i suppose um your tutelage could begin this evening or we could wait until the morning when you might be Fresher. And Lavinia is uh, grievously wounded. Okay. So she might wait until the morning when she can get like a heal in. Uh, what's your peril track like? I'm incapacitated. Oh, yeah. So you're not going to pass anything. So. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> yeah you're Minor detail. Everything. Okay. Nope, uh, I, I was jacked up when we finished this. Okay. So after you get some food in you. Oh, and I have buttery hands. I forgot. Yeah. Remember? Oh, that was <laughs> for 24 hours. Just, you're useless. Remember, right Stekas right carried her back and had the I'm little just uh, the twin just like rubbing. From my palm. It's actually perfect because there's a nice big loaf of bread. And so she just slices it. <laughs> like, hey, just guys. Butter. Just high five oh, the pieces of bread. Uh, okay. So you lay down and you take, uh, you take the rest of the evening, fall asleep, etc. Is anybody interested in doing anything tonight or again, are we ready to go? I just want to clape myself with the military lance a little bit, see how it feels other than that. Uh, After I mess with that for a little while, I'll head to bed. Okay. Yeah, I'm good for the night. Off to bed. All right. Uh, You all, you all managed to sleep uh, just fine, scattered in the various places. Some of you might go back down into the underground cave area. Some of you might stay up here where it's a little bit more comfortable, but a little bit more. Uh, dangerous, but uh, morning arrives without much fuss. Uh, the wood witch is up early and is outside doing something with the animals, kind of you think feeding them, caring for them, maybe who knows. Uh, but all of you wake up, grab some food, you feel a lot better. What are we doing? Asking could... for some healing, okay? Yeah, where can I move on my apparel track? No, I mean, you can go all the way back up. Hell yeah, okay, uh, okay. So, who's who needs heals? 
And how I many mean, bandages? Okay, how are we doing on bandages and stuff like that as well? Uh, I I am out. I have none. Okay. Let me check my inventory. Because she has, has three bandages. Okay. I bought some. I have two. Okay. Since if you want any more, you're going to have to attempt to make them yourselves. You're going to have to buy the ingredients from her. Well, at least buy the honey from her, and then you can make them yourselves. But she's got no more. You guys have tapped her out of uh, of healing gear. Yeah. Sophia has four bandages. Okay. So you guys are going to... Yeah, gonna... she went shopping. All right. So mm-hmm. maybe the better question is, is there anybody who's not going to need a heal check right now? That's what I thought. Um, um, I'm lightly, so I won't technically need a Yeah, it's, it's an automatic <laughs> success. So um, maybe you go outside uh, and speak with Merlin, and while you're out there, she kind of patches you up, and you discuss the various things that she would like to see done and gives you a list of things to to buy and a little pouch of coin to help with some of the purchasing uh, when you go back to Verdum. Oh, nice. Well, the rest of them stay inside and start uh, going through some heal checks. So who wants to go first? This went terribly two episodes ago. Episode yeah. 40. Was it 40? Yeah. It was 40. Hilarious how bad this went. Ba- how, how, how badly this went. Uh, okay, so who wants to go first? That crit success saved me from having to roll because I went up two. That was pretty huge, actually. During yeah. that, and that was during that was right after the first fight too. Yeah. Yep. We went to the farm. Okay. So, so, all right. Let's easy. let's gonna go. We're gonna. I'm gonna go by what's on my screen. Let's do Hubert first. Hubert, where are you at? Seriously. All right. So uh, Lavinia, that's gonna be a standard heal test. Okay. Don't forget that you all can always. One of the things, the tricks you could do is pop some laudanum, go up a step, and then it makes it easier. Some people do that. You know, in exchange for one corruption, if you have laudanum, but yeah, maybe you want to wait. Uh, yeah, I'll take a laudanum then, since I've been hurting for two days. Mm-hmm. You're probably jonesing for a hit or something. All right, so make it routine then. So heal test routine for Hubert. Pass. Okay. Nice. Oh, very good roll too. Five. Uh, so you're gonna be able to move up to lightly wounded now. Nice. Okay. Uh, all right. Next up, I've got uh, Zofia. Where are you at on the track? Seriously. All right, so same deal, standard for you, unless you wanted to take laudanum to, to bump up one. I don't have any laudanum. Okay, so go ahead and roll your standard test for Sophia. Fail, 68. Do you want to re-roll that? We got replenished fortune. Uh, Yeah, she's seriously wounded, right? Yep. Please and thank you. Hey. 38 pass. Okay, so... That will move you up to moderately now. Okay. All right. And then. Thank you. What about uh, Stekus? Where are you at? I'm at lightly, so it just automatically happens that crit was really good. Okay. And then Lavinia, you're the last. What are you at? Lucky. I am at grievously wounded. Oh, dear. Do you have any laudanum? Nope. Okay. I will give you one for healing me okay. if that you would like. Greatly appreciated. All right. So you're going to pop that laudanum. That'll move you to standard Lavinia. And so, or seriously, so you can roll it at standard. Okay. I got a crit success. Nice. Uh, nice green Dang. one. Critical success. That'll move you from seriously up to lightly. Yay. Less. Okay. I've been so wounded for so long. <laughs> okay. So this is going to take a while. Uh, like this is, this is all morning. This is your entire morning. Bandaging people up, taking breaks in between, uh, et cetera. Just taking a breather 
uh, after the intense day that was yesterday and the day before that, when you guys in the middle of the night were fighting stuff, you guys have had a bunch of fights recently, uh, but you are all mostly good. I think only Sophia is moderately, everybody else is lightly or, or topped off. So that's nice to see. So now I don't feel bad for running more shit at you guys. Uh, Lavinia Merlin comes back up and she says, a deal is a deal. I promised you I would teach you um, something I have learned to be a very useful spell. Okay. And I, unlike so many on this ruin, am a woman of my word. Uh, and so she will begin to teach you a spell known as Dispel Magic. Uh, it is the spell needed to counterspell and all that kind of stuff. So let's go through the learning a new spell stuff, Ashley. Um, so it's a process. Uh, this this is a generalist spell, which is f- effectively the equivalent of a petty spell, which means you're going to have to spend about an hour copying the spell, uh, the, the various equations and tabulations, uh, mm-hmm. onto a spell scroll. Uh, so hopefully you have some parchment. If not, you will have to purchase some from her. Uh, the writing of the spell can't be interrupted. So, so if Hubert comes up and starts poking you on the back and tries to offer you more laudanum, you would have to restart. Uh, so there's that. Okay. So after the hour or so it takes you to write that, uh, then you would have to acquire some reagents to practice this. Now, the reagent for Dispel Magic is a silver tuning fork, which you cling against like a hard surface to cast mm-hmm. a spell. It's not expended. That's also something that you would have to purchase. Okay. Uh, and luckily, again, you're in the home of a witch. She's got all sorts of fun stuff. And, but it's only going to cost you a couple brass, in fact, because it's a, it's a petty spell, so reagents are relatively cheap. So then you're going to have to practice uh, usually about a day for petty spells. This level of spells could be about petty. Uh, this doesn't have to be like, there's other types of spells that would take longer where the days aren't consecutive, but Mm -hmm. you would have to actually spend some time really attempting this. And then once you've completed your practice, that's when you make your incantation test to see if the research you've done into this spell, the practice that you've done has paid off. Uh, the difficulty for that is going to be routine because again, it's a generalist slash petty spell. And upon success, you'll be able to finalize that research and you can record that magic in your own grimoire, but that will cost you 100 reward points to do so. Guess what, Jeff? I am a firstborn, (gasps) means my effect is whenever learning new magics, I always succeed at my incantation test. Additionally, I never have to sacrifice reward points to finalize the process. Perfect. Wonderful. That's a a great trait to have. Very cool. Mm -hmm. Uh, because critically failing, it sucks. Because if you critically fail your incantation test to learn a spell, you can mm-hmm. literally never learn it. It's yep. gone. Like if you just normal fail, you can try again, but ugh, it's crazy. All right. So Lavinia and Merlin step off uh, into her bedroom office area and they start uh, going through the rigmarole of this. And that's going to take a while. Uh, is there anything the rest of you are doing while this is happening? Uh, maybe just gather some firewood. Sophia is going to go with him um, because she picked up a couple Franciscas and she wants to see what it's like to use a ranged weapon. You're going to throw hand axes at bear. No. Oh my God. <laughs> That's great. Okay. All right. Um, I would say also before 
before Merlin goes and gives her lessons, she'll she'll huddle Steckus and Hubert together, and she will hand over a crudely copied uh, map. Uh, you are asking about waystones, and she had described that she has knowledge of some, and she talked about how they were used in some kind of pilgrimage ritualistic thing that the Umbat Nor did, uh, where they buried specific materials uh, underneath the like at the base of these these obelisks at these waystone sites for some kind of religious purposes. Um, not necessarily magical, just religious purposes, right? Uh, and since Cressida, you had asked because Cressida and Bruno were interested, so she goes and she sketches out as best she can. And so the two of you can spend some time, if you want, uh, studying that. Yeah. And I'll give you guys like some bonuses later when you try to navigate towards them, if you want to spend some time. Yeah, sounds good. Sounds like a plan. Perfect. So everyone's doing something for a few hours. Uh, while all this training's happening. We'll flash forward a bit. Uh, we see a little montage of bear chopping some wood, collecting some things, feeding some animals. The, the yeah, ghost. Shirt off. <laughs> Wiping the sweat from my brow. It's like 20 oh. degrees out, but all right. Uh, <laughs> I like it. Uh, real quick, who was getting that leather armor? Or whatever I refitted? You haven't decided. Uh, You're the one with it. Decided, yeah, yeah yours if you want um i have leather ready so i'm okay yeah brigandine is is like a how was like a like a little like step, up. step above yeah. yeah it's like a slight increase to damage threshold modifier what's your damage th- threshold melissa sophia's is seven uh do you want it i'm at nine I'm uh yeah six. But I don't know if I can wear it, so it's probably best if Sophia gets it. All right, you okay. can have it. All right, cool. Thank you. Okay. So we see a montage of the working on the outside. We see a montage, and part of the clips is Sophia like practicing throwing these hand axes into the trunks of trees, uh, while behind her, a tall and sweaty but surprisingly f- very cold, but doesn't really want to admit it. Bear hacks away at firewood. Uh, then we see inside Steckis and Hubert uh, over the kitchen table have this unfurled scroll uh, with these crude old woman drawings trying to mark out uh, specific waystone sites. And then over by, uh, over we'll say in the cave area in her kind of ritual center, both Lavinia and Merlin spend some time uh, studying. Uh, most of the day is going to pass in this in this fashion. Uh, and We'll uh, we'll fast forward through the day, uh, Lavinia. In order just to make this simple, I'll say you spent most of the afternoon after the hour of writing the scroll. You were just practicing, and Lavinia, uh, you were watching as like Merlin would cast some spells, and you would attempt to dispel like really simple things that she had. Mm-hmm. And like the two of you were just like underground in the cave all the while uh, practicing. And when you come back up, you are probably more exhausted than you've ever been before because magic is crazy and she was not taking it easy on you. However, she says to you, she pulls you aside before you go up. She says, well, pupil, if you are looking to grow in power, you'll need to learn more. You're so effective at recovering one item for a task I set you on, perhaps you would be interested in another task with an even greater reward. 
And she grins like super Ooh. greedily. Definitely. This one is going to be more difficult, of course. The reward will be proportionate to your your task. However, there is a tomb far to the north. The Umbat Noor, they buried their elders in these special catacombs. And they buried them with their lifelong possessions that represent their various crafts. A blacksmith with an anvil, a carpenter with a saw. But then there were individuals like you and I, and they were buried with other things. If you were to go to this tomb and recover some of the scribblings of those elders, I could perhaps lord you with yet another very effective spell. That would be wonderful. Again, this is a very dangerous task. You will be traveling further north and most from Verdum are comfortable traveling far beyond the Tershvela. If you continue to travel, you will eventually come across a very large lake frozen over this time of year, I'm certain of it. Several streams and rivers flow down from the north out of the fell rocks and meet this lake. Nearby, I'm not sure which, one of the hills, the rocky hills, the foothills of the fell rocks, the tomb has been carved into. The Umbad Noor were very good at hiding their homes. They were very paranoid people, but when you are expelled from your homeland, perhaps the paranoia and suspicion is warranted. It will not be entirely easy to locate, but you seem to have capable, somewhat anyway, allies with you. Yes, Stekis is very great at pushing me forward, as well as Bear. Mm. They're all rather determined. How this task interferes with your other quest is not my concern, but I will say that there are tablets inside large stone tablets. Recover them, return with them. You and I can learn a great many things. That would be wonderful. When she says that, her head like tips down, and she's got this like evil visage, like, yes. Oof. She's an old lady. I like it. Okay. For you, Mom, I will. <laughs> and so uh, with that, she goes upstairs. Uh, you reconvene with everybody else. Why don't uh, Stekis and Hubert, why don't you go ahead 
And as you're looking at this map, you're spending some time kind of charting some things out. Uh, if you would like to, you can go ahead and roll a navigation if you've got it. Can I help him with it? Do either of you have navigation? Oh, no. I don't. Never mind. We neither do. Someone in the party has two ranks in navigation. It's a shame. I mean, if you want to call her over at some point, that's you're welcome to do that. If she gets back in time with her throwing axes. We'll say she is. Go ahead and roll navigation at easy, Sophia. Now, now. I don't need a woman to tell me how to read a map. <laughs> Let me do this myself. <laughs> ah, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> you know, rolls a 97. <laughs> Uh, okay, so then uh, Stekas calls over Zofia. Zofia, you start taking a look at it, uh, calling on your your boat woman ways. Uh, you're able to piece together a few things. You've 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 traveled a little bit, but you managed to mark come some waystone sites. So I'm gonna go ahead and show you guys a little updated version of our map. Uh, so for those listening, if you actually looked at our wiki site at any point, you can see the map that we use for the world site as best as Merlin can remember as much as she scouted around these, uh, the sites. Uh, and so there's one off to the North of here, uh, uh, probably a day or two away s- South of the Tershvela, deep into the Retton woods. There's another over by F refuge that you've already encountered. Uh, she does not actually have the map for where you all encountered the one singular one at the site of uh, Gabriel's disappearance. And then there's a few more that are very far to the north. Um, so you spend some time and you can kind of get an idea. And so what I'll say is that whenever you are doing, if we do any kind of wilderness travel and you're trying to go to any of these sites, you'll be able to do those things at uh, those tests that flip to succeed. All right. Morning. Uh, so dinner, et cetera, et cetera. Morning comes. We should probably get moving due to we've spent so much time here. It's going to be difficult to find them as it is. Agreed. Going to the nearest waystone? No, we're still trying to find Cressida and Bruno and the kids. Weren't they going to waystones though? Or we thought they were? Well, possibly, but we're... That's what I was assume. Right. So the last you heard of them was a couple days prior. At this point, probably like four or five, somebody saw the cart with the kid and they were kind of cutting over some some farmland by the Hobart farm. Who knows where they were going? They could have been going towards the Waystone site, could have been going towards Lavinia's home because uh, uh, Roderick was with them. Uh, but you, are, you guys are at this point probably about a week behind them between the time you spent here uh, and the time the little head start that they got when you guys went to the mines and all that kind of stuff. So they uh, they probably have about a week's head start. So what do you, where do you guys want to try to pick up the trail or if there's anything else you're looking to do? I wanted to have a quick chat with Merlin before we left. What is it? What do you want? So I don't know if we've actually talked to you about this before, um, but one of the reasons that a lot of us here in the group are even on this island is because we were sent here to look for someone. Have you come across a, a Gabriel? Since you've been here, what is a gabbro? Is it like a like a crab or something? No, he's a man. He went missing um, a few months back, and we were actually sent here to try to find him. His father sent us. Maybe I have. Maybe I have not. 
he was working in a group um, and the um, Plum Hawk Trading Company claims that he was killed, but you all no spend a fact. great deal of time trying to find people. Do you ever actually find them? I wonder. Uh, we, we try. We do try. That's as much as I can say. What did this Gabriel look like? Uh, he was a... Not everyone who comes here uses their proper name. And I never ask for them. He was a young man in his 20s. Uh, he was working uh, on a crew um, with the loggers. Well, we're trying to ask anyone that we run across because that's what we were paid to come here was to try to find out what happened to him. His sister is over at the Abbey and she doesn't believe the story that he was killed because there was no body found. Other people were. When you mention the Abbey, her face just contorts and she just gets. Mm. Yeah, and we don't. We've only touched base with her once just to I do tell remember her. maybe a young boy with a very despicable sister came to see me, him and his friend. He was quite he was interested in ships and possibly interested in not necessarily being on board with everything that the monarchy is He was doing. actually very interested in acquiring Witchstone from me. Not something I give away. If I had some, I can assure you, I would have used it myself. I remember his audacity, however. Very concerned about something, and apparently got himself caught up in a situation well above his head. What do you mean? I don't know. He just seemed very concerned and anxious. Torn between loyalties, I reckon. And how long ago was this? Mm, before the winter. Maybe late summer. Did he mention where he was headed next when you were unable to supply him with the Witchstone? Did you send him in a particular direction? He went into the mountains. I told him if he was going to find it anywhere here, he would have to go into the mountains. And by in, I mean underneath. After that, I don't know what became of him. But he seemed maybe like he was going to follow up on your recommendation? Oh, very certainly. His friend was very much opposed to the idea and if we swap descriptions of the friend does it sound like his friend who was killed sure ralston williver now we're throwing back to the beginning well i'm so glad that i asked you it seemed like we've so many things have happened since we've been trying to locate him and like you mentioned we keep trying to find him and then we have other people we have to try to find and lose our way a little bit. Mm. Well, I certainly hope you're able to find at least one of them. Thank, thank you. But Sophia's sort of sad at the reminder of all of the failures. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So, uh, you guys head out, pack up your shit. Are you taking everything? Don't forget, you guys have a new horse, too. New horse. 
But that new horse isn't one. It doesn't really doesn't really want to be pulling no damn cart, man. It's like using a Lamborghini to freaking drag a U-Haul. This is definitely a war horse. Yeah, like our scout person take it. Sure. Whoever's gonna be doing those checks. Uh, okay. Uh, so where is uh, where's the destination? Where are we going? You uh, you know that there are marauders that seem to be crawling around the countryside. Um, you encountered some on the road. Uh, to or not on the road, but on the way to the Hobart farm, you encountered some at the Hobart farm. Uh, you have also heard from uh, from some old friends, the Stubers, that there's been strange rumblings around the Abbey. Whether that has anything to do with his marauders or not, who knows? What does that mean for your chase? What does that mean for Bruno and Cressida and all that kind of stuff? Uh, but where are we headed? Uh, if we're like a week behind, should we go to like the next Waystone? Because I probably would have already got to the nearest one. Have we been to a Waystone before? Uh, you went to, not with this kind of context, you went, that's the, the you, you've encountered two. So where you found Gabriel, the one that had the witch stone mm-hmm. that was buried underneath it. And then there was the relatively intact one that was near Aphon's refuge. Um, okay, right. Uh, shouldn't we head to the nearest one to see if we can see if there's any signs that someone's been there? Perhaps uh, we could pick up a scent or something. You know your friend best. Where would he go? Donut shop. I was thinking this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, I guess just the nearest one just to confirm that sure. that's what they're doing. Okay. Uh, that's going to take some time. Uh so Lavinia probably knows the area the best, and then Sophia is probably best at navigating. So putting your two heads together, uh, you can probably map out a route that could take you uh, to Lavinia's home, where you're staying a little bit outside of the woods, since the woods are a little bit more difficult to travel. You can kind of stay more in, in, uh, in flatter land, and then uh, kind of make a beeline to the northeast in the direction uh, of the actual Waystone site. Uh, so that's probably the best route that you would be able to take. And since you know the area, I'm not going to require any checks or anything just yet. Okay. Okay. So you bid your goodbyes to the witch and off you go. Uh, it's a couple hours uh, between getting out of the woods here where her her hut is set up back into more you know flatter, easier ground to travel. You've got your cart pulling some some basic some basic supplies uh you've got bear looking i assume manly and beautiful on top of a big old war horse uh and you start you start traveling to the north uh why don't all of you as you're coming out of the slopes of the retung woods you get kind of a good view of the area it's a very bright crisp clear day still cold kind of cuts into your into your bones a bit but you can see for miles if any anybody wants to roll some awareness tests uh what's the difficulty standard's fine that's a big fail fail (laughs) okay Ooh, good success for zofia okay so i would say then that both zofia and hubert uh you can pinpoint as you're coming out of these foothills. Remember the the fell rocks are the big mountain range that kind of slices northwesterly down the ruin. Okay, from the tip where Verdum is 
kind of northwesterly for a significant distance. And there's there's the farmland on the west side, and then there's like the prison and other stuff on the east side. Um, you all, as you're looking kind of out and down the slope, you can see for a significant distance, um, and you can see that there are all sorts of plumes of smoke coming up from various locations. These are not, this is not chimney smoke. It's like similar to yesterday. Exactly. Or the day before. And it's not just a Hobart farm. It looks like some other farms have likely been hit. Uh, Sophia, I would say that you're not only capable of noticing that, but you can see that there are some, even in the distance, even further than that, like where the, the horizon begins to give way to kind of some sort of vagueness. You would possibly guess maybe the Sunbearer Abbey, uh, at least the eastern edge of their territory where it meets the road, uh, you would say is, is probably seeing some action. So whatever was transpiring at the Hobart farm seems to be happening more regularly at other places. This is very bad, guys. There's just a whole lot of activity between us and our goal. It would do best to avoid it. We don't have time to fight every single marauder on the way. Do we know who these people are? So you know that there, there are wild people to the north. I mean, like, because guys have kind of heard this. They're not the Umbat Nor. That seem to have been a somewhat civilized culture that is still, rumor has it, apparently, uh, still kicking somewhere, hidden. Uh, but these people are just raiders from the distant north that periodically swoop down and many of them are corrupted many of them are chaotic uh, those that you found have carried the symbol uh, of the the prince of change yep you've seen that before uh, not all of them but many of them and uh, I would say in your times, because Hubert, you've been here a couple years. Lavinia, you've been here several years. Stekas, you've been here even longer. Stekas, you've been cooped up for a lot of it. Uh, I would say that in your times here, it never has Verdum specifically ever seen major, major attacks. I would say periodically every couple of years, there are there are raids that reach south of the Tershvela, but are usually pushed away, or at least they, they extend so far that they turn around. So yeah, you know that they're crazy chaotic marauders from the far north, off the map, and uh, they just come down to make their make their presence known. But this is mm-hmm. this is pretty this is this is probably more ambitious than you've seen in your in your times here. Is there any way to like perhaps send like a letter or something back to Verdum to like unless one of you is going back I don't see how it's going to get there true okay no like farmer we can well they're all dead now so (laughs) oh at least the ones that are nearby (laughs) um but no if you wanted to get word to them you would have to go yourselves at this point or at least you'd have to get into the farmland and try to find somebody now they're going to sell all these empty lots we can buy them (laughs) Not if the raiders take them. Um, so what are we going to do? Surprise call. Hard choice to make. I mean, think of this. You've got the Gabriel situation. You've got the you've got the Chadwick situation. You've got this crazy raiding parties stuff that's going on. Man, 
we've got this this weird woman speaking to Stekis and Lavinia telling to come free her. You've got this quest now to go to some tomb. Lots of things on your plate, guys. It's time to make a call. Which one are we following? I feel like there's a few that like are really closely intermingled, like the Gabriel thing, because he went into the mountain. Um, they're heading north to the mountains, and we can probably safely assume, since Gabriel's supposed body was found at a waystone, that we might find more clues at other waystones, possibly. Maybe. So who here really cares about this Chadwick fellow that we're chasing after? You mean the only reason why I'm helping you, you cut people? You fucking tongue. Because <laughs> as far as I can tell you, most of you are incompetent. If you believe that we are leaving some small boy to weird Bruno boy who had brain damage, couldn't even walk himself from my hut down to the town, and then the weird elf woman who sings the demon song that made my poor Roderick lose his goddamn mind, then you have another thing coming. I look forward to gutting Bruno for stealing this child. If we live through this, I am telling Charlotte. There you go, Lavinia. I just need to for you to steady your resolve. You haven't given if a straight answer yet. that you are getting any more drugs, you have another thing coming. Drugs? What the heck? You don't worry about it. It's fine. You're just, you had to get me flustered. It, it, it's a long injury. It's, it's an ongoing chronic condition. It's a that long injury. <laughs> and Lavinia will pick up her skirts and just kind of keep marching forward. Okay. Uh, where are we going, by the way? <laughs> I don't think that's ever answered. Are we going to the. Uh, you mean. Waystones, here we come. All right. So you're going to go directly uh, to the Waystone site. So on your travels, as you're kind of skirting around the woods as best you can to make the cart movement a little bit easier, you do notice a handful of interesting landmarks along the way. Uh, one of which seems to be an empty mine, an abandoned mine that uh, looks to not be in use any longer. Uh, when you pass by it, you notice that there's all sorts of signage uh, that seems to indicate that this was once uh, the Plumhawk Trading Company, and they seem to have some kind of uh, some kind of stake here. Uh, and the mine itself, when you come peek into the cave, uh, only seems to go so far. And then there's some terrible cave-in that seems to have befallen it. Um, but there's some leftover equipment uh, here and there that wasn't ever salvaged uh seems to also be in itself kind of busted and broken down anything useful probably not uh but you can certainly search i mean just a you know cursory glance but if you want to stop and spend like a half an hour to search you're welcome to do so i wouldn't mind seeing if there's something helpful for mountain terrain yeah digging tools would be very beneficial to us all all right roll a scrutinized test if you want to actually search the area uh, standard? Sure. Pass. So you break, maybe you break here for some food and stuff and gives the give the horses some some refreshment, but the two of you start scavenging around, looking around for things. Uh, in terms of stuff you find, you find a lot of crude minerals that have just been left uh, in these broken down mine carts uh, that are partially grown over at this point. I would say Lavinia and Hubert, you probably know that this was, this was shut down about 
about a year and a half, year, a year and a half ago. Uh, if you want to roll folklore tests, you can you could do so to learn more. Um, so you find some you buy, find some minerals. Uh, it looks to be iron, some sort of like iron chunks uh, mix. It's really really crude. Um, so these fairly big big chunks of rock with occasional iron veins in them. Uh, you do find a busted, ru- so ruined pickaxe, and then also one intact pickaxe. And I'll also say you can find a handful of canvas that looks to have once been used uh, as maybe hammocks or coverings for tents that if you were to salvage and clean, you might be able to use as strips of cloth to make some bandages. Uh, and that's probably about all that you found that was useful. In terms of the folklore test, uh, looks like you passed. I passed, yeah. Okay. Uh, so you know that there was a incident here uh, about a year and a half ago uh, where there were the Plumhawk Trading Company was getting taken over. This was basically their mine. They had staked it, and apparently they had – it was an, they were just discovering – it was just iron, nothing, nothing fancy. And then they started to discover – there were some silver, uh, some special minerals, some you know, some nicer minerals, kind of deeper down, uh, and that's when the monarchy kind of got involved, and apparently there were a kind of a forceful takeover, and some fighting actually transpired where uh, they sent in some official monarchy folks and the Plumhart oh, Trading Company folks didn't go so well, and then when the caveman the caveman actually happened during one of these moments, and many people were trapped inside and died inside. And uh, this was sort of left and abandoned. Lavinia will kind of like give them uh, that folklore or at least Sophia as they're like searching for stuff. Like, did you know kind of thing? This place is very, probably very haunted. Lots of dead bodies. (laughs) And as you say that everyone roll for it. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, So lunch ends, you get a couple handful odds and ends and you continue um, the, because it took you so long in the morning to get started, you're going to have to camp out at night. Uh, so if somebody wants to roll a survival check, cause you're not going to quite make it all the way there tonight. Uh, and since you said you wanted to make a straight beeline for it and not stop anywhere else, uh, we didn't really go to Lavinia's. So roll a survival check. Um, somebody who wants to search for a campsite. Um, I have one point in survival. Okay. Anybody better than me or... Yeah, I am, but I don't have survival point. Oh, <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, uh, it's so good. Wow. Damn. So this is just all kinds of snark. Hubert is freaking feisty tonight. Uh, okay. How did we do? All right. So you pass. Uh, you managed to point out some stuff. This is, again, this is more in your neck of the woods. Uh, you find a little pond uh, by which you can set up, refill some flasks and things like that. Uh, and you make it. Uh, make up a little camp for yourselves, get the horses situated, and uh, night goes by just fine. Morning comes. Uh, I like I rolled a d6, and, a- and Ashley's face is not great, but it's okay. It, it was a two, so you guys are good. Um, so morning comes, and you guys continue on your travel, uh, and it's about four hours before you actually reach your destination. Uh, and it takes a little time to find it, but because of the extra time that Steckis and Hubert and Sophia put in looking at that map, you're able to kind of triangulate with some crude landmarks, the, these, this big ancient oak tree that 
everyone kind of knows about this strange overhanging stone ledge coming out from a high uh, a high point on the on the mountains themselves and this little stream that was crudely drawn you put those three things together and you're able to kind of uh, hunt down this site uh, when you get there uh, it's heavily overgrown and by that I mean you see a lot of gnarled tree roots that have kind of overtaken the area uh, the embank- there's like a tree embankment that has kind of split in some way, almost like it suffered some kind of seismic event in the past. Uh, and you can see there's a whole uh, run of trees that are higher up than others, and their tree roots are kind of weaving down through the earth. Uh, you also notice that as you approach, there are two stones that you can identify. And those of you who have seen these places before, it's much easier for you to identify them now. One of them uh, seems to have been uprooted and it's been cast onto its side. Uh, and you can see that at the bottom of this fairly smooth on one side, jagged on the other obelisk, you can see there's a big, there's a big crude chunk of, uh, of stone that kind of anchored it down that has been completely uprooted and moved from whatever seismic event, an avalanche, something like that, that has come through here. Uh, the other looks to have been broken somewhat and split in half. You can see this huge crack coming down the middle splitting it off to the side. Each one of those is about somewhere between seven and 10 feet long or so. Uh, and you can see that they both have markings and engravings uh, on them. I'll check to see if there's like a campsite nearby that they would have stayed at. Okay. Like roll signs of them. Sure. Roll an awareness test. You can do it at routine. Who else is doing something? Call out what you're doing. I'll try to get a better look, get a better ground, get up close. Get up close, all right. You roll a scrutinized test at routine. I uh, fail. Can re-roll. We have, uh, was it five more fortune points? I think. Yeah, five. Did not pass. Okay. I'm gonna see if there's any tracks or anything leaving the area in any direction besides where we just came from. Okay, you roll a survival check at routine. I'm going to try to look at the stones and see how they kind of compare or contrast to waystone areas that we've seen before. Roll a scrutinized test routine. Fail. And anybody who wants to re-roll can re-roll. We have five total fortune left. Just call out if you're doing so. Uh, I think Lavinia would go up to the, the stones as well. Okay, so you and Sophia uh, are looking at the stones. So go ahead and roll a scrutinized test at, uh, well, for you, you've never seen them before. So what are you trying to get from him? Um, she's looking for like obvious tracks that somebody's like been there before. Like she's that kind of thing. Or maybe she's also perhaps because she recognizes that they're like a mineral. Like if there's something else she can take to Merlin. Okay. Um, if you want to look for tracks, I'm going to ask for survival. If you want to study the stones, I'm going to ask for scrutinize uh, to really like kind of dive deep and look. And if you're just doing kind of a general surveillance of the area, that's an awareness. Mm-hmm. That's that's kind of the difference between these. We're bad at rolling. Everybody has failed everything I've asked oh, them no. to roll in the last 30 seconds. Let me try yep. a survival roll. You guys don't notice that there's a giant hole in the ground. All of you fall into it and die. <laughs> oh, no. Hey. There we go. Crit success on that survival roll, Jeff. So as you as you look around the area, you notice about thirty yards to the west, uh, there is kind of a flattened clearing area and a very slender stream that has been frozen over. Uh, 
But as you're looking a little bit more closely, and maybe Bear is giving you a hand with this as he was also kind of doing a, a kind of look, um, you don't notice, you, you do notice that what looks to have been a campsite. Um, it looks to have been a fire that has been set up. There is some snowed over coals and, and uh, burnt down uh, burnt down firewood that's ashen at this point. Uh, you can see what definitely appears to be signs of ruts from a cart of some kind. Uh, it hasn't snowed particularly heavily in the past couple of days, so um, everything is still visible. Uh, and the ground definitely suggests that there has been somebody here relatively recently. All right, so you crit succeeded, and so I'll also suggest that when you're when you're looking, uh, you notice that in the brush by the campsite, you find a little jar. Uh, when you take a look at it, it looks like one of yours, uh, and oh. it looks to be uh, empty. The empty one with the song in it. Okay. What are the rest yep. of you doing? Because all of you failed your rolls. So unless you're re-rolling something and spending fortune, Sophia would like. Sophia would like to spend one on the scrutinize. Okay, go ahead. Failed. Okay. So all I would say that you can tell is that they there certainly looks to be something buried. Like that's the the earth underneath uh, right at the base of each of these. Even the one that's caught, kicked over to the side. You can definitely t- see that some of the earth has been upturned far more recently than the others. But the signs, the sigils themselves, none of you really ever spent time learning the language. None of you, everyone was afraid of Egon, the only one who had the things. No one kind of tried to learn the language. So interpreting the symbols, you're not really sure. Sophia would take uh, the pickaxe that was just found and start to do some digging and kind of let everybody know that she's doing some digging. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, so do you want to do the one that's, which one do you want to dig up first? The one that's the keeled over one or the one that's been split in half? The roll for it. Keeled over it is. Bam. Uh, okay, so as you start digging uh, up the the pile of the turned over one, the one that's been knocked on its side, uh, you see that there is something buried, and you almost kind of cut your hand when you go to reach down to pull it out because it appears to be a crude knife. Ow! And then I keep digging around it and pull it out. Okay, so you pull out just, just a knife. With anything on it? Just no, just seems to be like a regular knife. Okay, I'll keep digging for a little longer just to make sure there isn't anything else. In that particular there. pile, there is nothing but dirt. Once you pull the To the other one. All right, as you start digging with that one, uh, that one gets a little bit grosser as when you get about seven inches or so beneath the earth, uh, you realize there's something that that's mixed up, but this is mixed up a little bit dirtier, uh, and it appears to be the uh, the body of a small animal, uh, but it's an animal that the skin and fur have kind of been ripped relatively crudely off of it, and so mostly it's just bone that's remaining. Would Lavinia recognize that as like a potential sacrifice for like a spell? Uh, you can roll an incantation test if you like. Uh, routine's fine. Pass. Possibly. I mean, there are spells that do definitely require sacrifice, but 
considering the context that you've been given that uh, the Umbet Nor used to bury materials at the base of these 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 stones as some sort of religious pilgrimage uh, more than likely this is probably the material so and since the bone is so significantly pronounced and there's not a whole lot of flesh or fur left to the point where you can't even recognize the animal it's mostly just a skeleton with some worn down sinews uh, you would probably surmise that the material needed here is bone gotcha okay cool and I would say, as you discuss that with Sophia, and you look at the the knife, the knife is iron, and so maybe the other one is iron. Okay. Um. So we passed so far my scrutinized test. You right? found or... you found a camp that suggests oh. someone was here. You crit found you crit you crit succeeded. So you also found an empty jar that indicates Roderick was probably here, and he's probably at my house. About what time of day is it? Middle of the day, one two o'clock. And all this probably I mean, took you a couple hours to get here in the morning. Then I would say all this kind of searching around and digging and thinking. That's probably another hour or two. So we're probably looking at like two-ish, a little bit afternoon. Make sure to... I'll, I'll look around and see if I can find something uh, to scavenge for lunch while we discuss which direction we should go next. Go and roll survival test it easy. Uh, from the camp that I found, can I determine like which way they like left? Success. See if perhaps there's like a trail. Absolutely. Uh, I would say that they headed west. Uh, maybe a west-northwest. I would say you can probably follow the trail maybe a hundred yards or so just before it becomes really difficult to follow uh, because the terrain just becomes too rocky and difficult. And yeah, you're able to hunt down some some basic game. You grab a couple snow hares and stuff, skin them, clean them up, gut them, make them. Everybody gets a sandwich. We should eat and hurry our way. We've already lost a lot of time. Looking, Are we done looking here, or are we going somewhere else? You would say you've missed them by a few days. Could Lavinia just take some time in her um, journal and or her grimoire or whatever and copy those characters down that are on the waystone? Yeah. I would say you would know the symbols for bone and iron at this point. Okay. And I would say you also, the rest of them, also know which stone. Okay. Those are the three symbols you would know. You'd be able to recognize them. You do remember that there are a bunch at Avon's Refuge, but you guys didn't really take too much time to study them. So uh, it's still before sunset. You got a couple hours of light left. What's the plan? I would think we should head in the direction that's closest to the nearest waystone based off of the direction they're heading. Uh, the next nearest waystone is across the Tershvela to the north. That's that big river. You would have to is cross. it the one nearest Aphon's Refuge? I mean, Aphon's Refuge is probably half a day's travel from it, but yeah. Okay. Um, I think we should at least head towards the Tershvela and find a place to camp on this side before we cross. Oh yeah, I'm not sure what else to kind of look for while we're here, because I know we're kind of looking for stuff that's buried, we're looking for tracks, I'm not sure what else we need to know or can know. Can I try just like a basic awareness test? Um, sure. If you want to do one last kind of gander. Just like glance at the... Sure, go ahead. Roll, um, yeah, roll routine. Routine? Okay. That's a fail. Yeah, you feel pretty good. You feel like, okay. I mean, I think, you know, you're confident that they were here. You're confident yep. that they buried some stuff here, that they're following some sort of pilgrim's path. 
for what reason, who knows? Maybe it had you not gone to Merlin's first or maybe uh, come straight here or something like that or whatever. Maybe you would have encountered them uh, by now. But the, the delays have definitely, you know, the fighting and the delays, the Hobart farm, all that kind of stuff definitely let them get here and get away. There's still probably several days ahead of you. At this point then, then Lavinia will probably have like a little bit more fire under her at her back trying to push her forward. So from here, you know that there's basically one way to cross. The Tersvale is a very, very wide river. Uh, it's not like the Shard Rider one run on the east side, which is much more narrow. This is significantly, uh, significantly wide. You've some of you have crossed it before uh, during the Mother Oostook days. Those are good times, uh, and you know that the the bridge is to the west. There's no other official crossing that you all know about. So you're basically heading west. Well, and they had a cart as well, so we can assume mm-hmm. that that's where they crossed. That's a fair assumption. That's a good so, point. I think we might as well just head towards the bridge. Okay. Is your hut on the way at all? Pretty much. A little bit. Do we want to stop at my hut? And then camp there for the night and then continue? Or But I feel like we should just go. It's up to you guys, though. You said mm-hmm. earlier that you thought it was possible that Roderick might be at your hut. Well, he did have one of my jars, but... It's an empty one, so he might have just been the voices again. But you know, you never know. I think Christina probably to- convinced him that he doesn't need the jar anymore because she's going to take him to the song. Uh, he's very stubborn sometimes, but you know, who knows? And I, I think I forgot to cast my wording spell on my door, so I don't know if they entered. But he never came through the front door, anyways. He always liked the window, <laughs> so I did the. You know. <laughs> I think we should take the fastest route at this point. It shouldn't matter if they stayed there. They're not there any longer. We're far behind. Yeah, you're not going to be able to hit the bridge by nightfall. So you're going to have to camp out somewhere along the way. It might be best if we just camp out to my hut. That might be a little bit safer. Have one last night of safety before we really buckle in kind of thing. Uh, okay, so then you start heading out of the woods in the direction uh, of the hut, which again, it's relatively on the on the way. You're heading west, so you gotta head west. Uh, she's on the edge of the forest in the edge of the woods. And so um, as you break out of the forest itself, the main line, and come down the slopes of the foothills of the fell rocks, uh, you once again get a fairly uh, good good vision of, uh, of at least a few miles. Um, you can see that there are still those, there's plenty of signs of activity, uh, the smoke and stuff like that here and there. It's also the sun's starting to go down, so it's not as, you can't see as far. Um, but eventually you do make it to your hut, which still seems to be standing. It's also a little bit further away from farms, so it's not really on the beaten path. It's certainly off the beaten path. Uh, and when you arrive there, I'll go ahead and show you it since. I did make a little map yeah. for this. I made Lavinia's hut a map. All right, so you guys make it up to your hut. Uh, you can see that for the most part, uh, it seems to be intact. Um, it's nighttime when you finally arrive. And just like you suspected, the front door seems to be just fine. Uh, but as you start uh, moving inside, you can notice that 
people have in fact been here. There's very clear signs. There's cart ruts in the in the earth out front. Uh, you can definitely see when Bear kind of inspects the inspects the firewood area that uh, mm-hmm. stuff has been freshly cut. Uh, you can see that some of the stuff on your shelves has certainly been disturbed, as if people have been kind of going through it. Uh, you can see that many of your jars are no longer empty, but are filled with rocks, uh, which is a very, very odd. Uh, but in fact, definitely someone has been here uh, and looks like people were sleeping in your bed and sitting on your chair. Goldilocks. And it looks like the fireplace has been used recently as well. And Lavinia will be complaining the entire time as she like goes into the bedroom and she starts straightening her bread back up and she like will pick it up and sniff it and be like, oh, Bruno must have obviously been sleeping in my bed because it smells like sweat and drumsticks. (laughs) (laughs) But um, she'll go and look at like the rocks in the jars, too. Yeah, it looks just like a bunch of river rocks and stuff. Um, But some of the stuff that you had in here was useful. And so they took it and maybe Roderick in some weird way was trying to play back with river rocks. Yeah. Their IOUs. Was there anything of significance missing? Or did they take something? Give me an idea. Uh, roll a scrutinize at Trivial Lavinia. And I failed. It's been a long winter away from home. <laughs> like, where did that go? I don't even remember. Can't really tell. Uh, I mean, definitely a lot of your materials that you would use uh, to make various poultices and things like that. They didn't like steal any valuables or anything like that. It just Anything that would have been useful for a journey, yeah, it seems to be missing. All the drugs for Hubert are missing. Anything else that we need to be doing tonight before we make camp and go to bed? I could use a heal. Okay. I have. You have bandages, right? Yes. Okay. Oh, move that off. Trivial. What are you? What's your damage? Moderate. Moderate, so that's standard, Jeff, or no? Yeah, it's routine. Routine, okay. Nice. Success, I got a four. So Yay! Bump up, girl. Thank you. You're up to lightly wounded, mark off another bandage. Keep track of that kind of stuff. It's mm-hmm. going to be important. Damn. Okay. Um, Can I see? It's not going to be important. We're going to be fine. Oof. If I have fabric I can take to make, because I have honey, to make bandages. Uh, Sure, yeah. Yeah, no problem. You could probably cut up some cut up some things uh, if you want to attempt that. Yeah, like it's some spare sheets or something. Uh, so we, I don't think we've ever done this before uh, to actually isn't really craft other than Bear's horrible experience trying to make a stick. Oh, no. Oh, no. Remember that? Nightmare. Those were good times. Uh, but there, uh, but you have an option. There's a couple options when you try to make bandages. Uh, bandages. If you want to make normal bandages, you just need a strip of cloth and some honey, uh, which has multiple uses. Like you can get multiple attempts out of a pot of honey. It's not just like one and done. Yeah. Uh, then you can choose how many you're trying to make at once. And depending on how much you make, that could increase the difficulty. So um, you have to roll a heal check in order to do this. So you got okay. a skill rank and heal, a honey pot, uh, which a honey pot normally has nine uses. Uh, a strip of cloth, and it's going to take you about 10 minutes. Uh, so 
Trying to make one is routine. Trying to make two at once is standard. Uh, trying to make three is challenging. Um, then I'll probably try and just make two. Okay, so roll a standard heal check. Can you do like a extended pass. test? Yeah, there is an extended test too, but she already passed. So, uh, okay, so if you passed, uh, then you get two bandages, and you can mark Excellent. off two uses of the honey as well. Okay. I'm going to look around the cabin or the house or whatever you want to call it and see the easiest way to make it a little less easily to be broken in in case something happens like at the witch's house where sure. stuff breaks in the window. Sure. You can totally move a few shelves and things around to block the windows and stuff like that. No problem. And for future reference, so extended tests, uh, it takes triple the amount of time. Okay. Uh, to try a task and your chances may increase. So for instance, mending a person's wounds with a heal skill takes 10 minutes. Uh, but if you decide to take 30 minutes, you can go ahead and reduce the difficulty. Basically any sort of time beyond that three times, the limit doesn't do anything. So okay. in the future, if you want, if you're, if you're not pressed for time, you can certainly do, do an extended test heal. and it'll, nice. I'll probably bump it down a difficulty step. We always mention it, but then we forget to actually follow through on it. So there we go. Now it's recorded. Okay. Um, I'm going to go ahead. So as you guys settle in for the night, go ahead and roll your danger check. Oh, that was close. That was was close. Almost. Um, No, I mean, the night goes, goes by fine for the most part. At a certain point, I would say, Stekis, you, uh, your twin starts to writhe a bit in your back. Wakes you up. You look outside. Kind of peek around, maybe. Like you're up, you might as well take a take a gander. Yeah. And you see a light to the east. It seems to be shedding a glow around a tree stump outside. Like a torch or like a bug? Rolling away. Uh, no, it's definitely bigger than a bug. Uh, <laughs> I would say don't even roll anything. Uh, it's probably a lantern, maybe. How, about how far away is it? Uh, 20, 30 yards. But you can see it because it's lighted yeah. and it's dark outside. Yeah. I'm going to go uh, wake up Lavinia and say, do you have any close neighbors? There's a light outside. I'm going to ask her. Not like zero lot line neighbors. Yeah. I, I live in the middle of the woods, so not not normally <laughs> ever, but we did see all those fires at the farms as we were coming up, but um, so they're probably dead. You definitely know your closest neighbors are dead. Yeah. And, and, and she'll add that in. Definitely the only ones who are really close, they're definitely dead. I didn't know if you knew anyone that you would care to see if they were all right, because I know that you cared about the people that were killed the other day. Yes, um, when we're not on a dangerous journey, then I will take the time to cry properly, but not not currently. Okay, I will not concern myself with the light outside and go back to bed. Uh, I mean... That sounds even worse because now there's not people and you're telling me there's light outside. 
Well, that's why I was bringing it to your attention. I was telling you it's there. Do you want to do something? Do you know who maybe it could be? That's what that was. That that's called um. It's, we don't know anybody, so we should be a little frightened. They're not coming this way. It's sitting still when I saw it, right? Yeah. Was it wasn't moving. Yeah. It was like a. It was like something on top of a, a tree stump. Yeah. It's over at a tree stump. It's not moving. That's probably nothing important. Should we go look at it? I'm not very stealthy, and I'll point to the thing that woke me up on my back. That's just going. Bleh, bleh, bleh. <laughs> With its arms. It's not like alive. It's just every now and then. It's like. It just moves. It's like a muscle spasm. Yeah, exactly. I don't think. um, I think it was more like your sword. That is biggest problem. But, you know, boys. And Lavinia will go and she'll seek out Sophia. And she'll just kind of like rouse up everybody. Um, So I don't want to freak you all out, but it is the middle of the night. There's a light outside. Do we want to look or should we just go back to bed? There's a light outside. Sounds like it's morning. (laughs) (laughs) You're having a really fun time being mean to me because (laughs) so I don't quite appreciate it. But, you know, to each their own. Last time we saw lights outside and didn't do anything about it, bad things happened. So we might want to take a different course of action this time. What Last are you time. referring to? I don't know either. When we were at Charlotte's. Oh, and there that's were right. lights outside and we were like, man, they're I, just hanging out. I actually outside. wasn't there for that. So I had no idea what you're talking about. Yes. Yes. That went poorly for us. I almost killed <laughs> any of that night in one shot. Yeah, you did. I know that's not impressive, though. I've almost killed Lavinia multiple times. She's like wet toilet paper. It's just super. Let easy. me let me remind you. My damage threshold, the first level, is six. So you sneeze on me, and I'm like, oh, God, moderately wounded. <laughs> yeah, if, if this light disturbs you or has you worried, I'll go and check it out for you. I feel I feel like maybe we should all not separate again like we separating did at, is foolish at Charlotte's that was um painful for me I kind of almost caught on fire so let's not do that okay field trip outside middle of the night or you can just keep an eye on it if it comes by it becomes a problem but if not just leave it as is it literally just looks like a lantern is sitting atop of a tree stump but we didn't see it earlier no you also didn't really yeah. explore the grounds that's true. Mm, I'm staring. I'm trying to stare into Jeff's soul. <laughs> Zoom right now. Jokes on you. I don't have one. I know. That's what's making this ex- extra difficult. Mm, yeah, let's but- just go check it out. If it's nothing, then we can go back to bed peacefully. Okay. We will go check out the lamp sitting on a tree stump with armor and weapons in tow, in case there's any question. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's, they learned that from the Alien Owl game. <laughs> <laughs> when I woke them up in the middle of the night, and I and I kept telling them, like, all your stuff, your armor and your weapons are in the corner, and none of them actually said, okay, we pick them up. They all just went and nearly died. All right, so you guys it all... It was fun, though. You guys all head Indeed. to a tree stump. Uh, about 20, 30 yards to the east of the house. Uh, as you pass by, you can hear fluttering kind of going off in some of uh, the cages uh, that you have outside your home. 
Lavinia. Okay. And when you finally get over, when you're about half, when you're about halfway there, the light flickers out. And as you continue to walk, and you get to the stump itself, that's an omen that already has Lavinia kind of losing her shit. You uh, you see that there is an empty old lamp, a lantern, like a hand lantern, uh, sitting in the middle of a tree stump that has long was was cut long ago and in the middle of this tree stump there is some sort of dark red brown painted circle and then surrounding the tree stump a series of stones have been laid out in a circle this is not uh, the way that this tree stump looked the last time you were here is this some of your magic mess that you have over here definitely not um mine so um, can I do like a incantation test or something to see if I recognize maybe like the sigil or sure go and roll a routine test that's frightening okay 23 pass this doesn't look to be the signs of any sort of ritualistic casting that you know of granted your your knowledge of spells is somewhat limited but I would say you probably aren't a hundred percent familiar with everything, but you're, I mean, it doesn't look like any sort of casting that you know of. And I'm not a very religious person. So if it's something like that, I, it's over my head. That's true. Is there like footprints going to and from this area other than ours? Uh, not other than yours. No. And you said it's an old lamp. What, like, is it it's in like good a, condition or? Uh, no, I mean it's definitely seen some use. It's not. It's not fresh off the shelves of Walmart or anything. <laughs> so if he is going to be looking a, around the area because the light was on, and then as we move towards it, the light stopped being on. Flickered out. So, Correct. was it so windy? You... No, it's not windy. Also, like the the flame would be enclosed within a kind of a glass. It's like a hooded, it's like a hooded. Yeah. Um, can I recognize what that sigil is or no? Or symbol? Uh, it doesn't look like a symbol that you would know. Okay. So it's not like the Prince of Change or anything. No, 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 no. That's, that's kind of a crow. Crows seem to be his jam. Okay. Does it seem like reminiscent of like the Unbat Nor? Since I do have two of their symbols. Okay. Okay. I see what you're playing at here. Um, Cause I'll, like, you know, I'll let you do, uh, you could do a routine education test uh, or you can do a hard folklore test. Okay. Uh, I will try the hard folklore. Can I help her since I've been around and maybe it was something I saw okay. while I was in prison? I'll let that go. Uh, take an assist die for your folklore test. Okay. So roll your test and then just roll an extra d10. I passed. 42. She rolled a 42. She needed a 42. This is episode 42 and we're recording on 420. <laughs> Excellent. It's <laughs> insane. Uh, yes, this does in fact seem to be one of their symbols. Um Let's see. I could infer it's wood. Could have something to do with wood. It could have something to do with flame. Or some sort oh. of metal, like tin or something like that, uh, that the 
that the lantern seems to be made of. But yes, it does seem to be an association with the Umbat Nor, one of their symbols. Did Zofia see any tracks or anything moving off? I know that you and Bear were asking about that. So why don't the two of you go ahead and do a scrutinized test? One of you can do it and the other can assist if you want. Bear, do you have anything in scrutinize? No, I do not. You're looking very, very carefully around. Uh, I can roll it if you want to roll a d10. Uh, yeah. Go for it. I can do that. Yeah, that's fine. Not a good one. No, no, fortunately not. That's a fail. Uh, so that's a fail. So unless you want to use a fortune point, uh, you did not see anything. We have two fortune points left. You guys didn't spend fortune points on stuff. I think you're down to four, maybe. Do you think we should remove anything from this circle? So maybe it not more magic light stuff happens. Can I put? Actually, I want to. I want to look at the lantern and see if there was actual any like heat residue or like it was actually recently burning or if it was kind of a magic thing that maybe there was an actual flame. Pick it up. It's got a little oil left in it, and it does seem to be giving off some warmth. Okay, never mind. Uh, yeah, we can take the lantern. Always comes in handy. All right, back with us. I'll spend a fortune point and reroll. Go ahead. And what's the difficulty on this? Thirteen. Can I go check on my chickens? Sure. Now I pass. Okay. You do, in fact, uh, see very carefully in the snow, uh, the kind of the 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 snow that's just been resting. It's just laying here. It hasn't fallen in a while. Uh, but you can see that there are tracks, uh, but they have been attempted to be carefully cleaned up, meaning like they've been, someone's tried to sweep them away or smooth them out. And you can see that they lead over towards the stream itself. uh, And the stream is frozen over. And you can kind of, with one little hop, if you're careful, get across without having to step on it. And when you get across, you can see that there's more of those tracks that seems to be heading a bit to the northeast. Uh, the video, when you take a look at your chickens, you see a couple are certainly missing. How dare. Either they ran away because you abandoned them and left them here to die, or uh, someone took them. Gotcha. Oh. All the shade at Lavinia tonight. <laughs> That's fine. I was just throwing out possibilities. I didn't, I didn't commit to one of them. Uh, are you guys following that tracker or whatever? I would definitely inform everyone that there do seems to be there do seem to be fresh tracks heading off towards and across the stream. Should we follow? Well, they are fresh and there was a light here and like some sort of symbol. But I am not leading the way. If you think that is happening, y'all, you're crazy. She's the one that found the tracks. She should lead the way if we're going. Otherwise, let's go back to bed. We have a lot of traveling to do tomorrow. Stekis, somebody took my chickens. Are your chickens worth your life or your sleep? That's that's not, I was just telling you. Are you sure that they were taken? When was the last time you were here? Let's just move on. Anyways, are we going bed? You guys woke me up in the middle of the night to go look at the lights. You found tracks and you don't even want to follow them. What am I up for? That's what I'm saying. I'm just going to stop off and follow those tracks. Thank you. That's for me in Lavinia's voice. 
<laughs> Sophia also goes. Are we splitting? Or so, are some people no. going back to bed? Oh, no, no, no. no. We're no. all follow them. I'm just behind. Bear, do you want to go with them or do you want to stay back and go to bed? Yeah, I'll go with them. Okay. Whatever. They can't sleep. Okay. Because of I'll, stay, I'll stay no. with Lavinia towards <laughs> the back. All right. So you, uh, middle of the night, are following these tracks. Hop across the stream. You start heading northeast. These are lands that you know particularly well, Lavinia, at least for a little while. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say that the tracks go on for several hundred yards. Uh, you're looking at maybe a half a mile as you continue to move up the slope uh, of the foothills because you guys are heading east northeasternly, which means you're de- delving deeper into the forest. You're going up the foothills. Remember the the slope of the of the fell rocks until they go to their very tip peak. Begins it starts gradual, then it gets it ramps up incredibly, and you guys are still in the slopes. You start matriculating into areas that you don't know as well, but you've certainly you've certainly gotten all sorts of ingredients and stuff here. Maybe set some traps for animals, uh, collected mushrooms, flowers, etc. Uh, so you have a general understanding of the area. Um, nothing too dangerous you've ever really encountered. A couple wolves or something maybe is the worst that you've ever had to deal with, but they usually seem to stay away from you. Eventually you get to this fairly jagged uh, this jagged finger of rock that extends outward from the slope uh, and it's almost like a crude wall uh, when you're looking at it and when you start passing along to the sort of northwestern side uh, the rock wall continues to grow higher and higher and eventually as you look up and do your best to hold your lanterns or your torches you can see that it begins to kind of cut uh, into the mountain itself and it's around here where the the tracks just suddenly seem to stop inexplicably Bear and I found those weird stairs on that wall can we try and look and see if we can find anything like that here I'm going to say roll a scrutinized test. It's dark out. We'll make it standard, but I'll let, if the two of you are doing it, I'll let you roll it at flip to succeed. Okay. Uh, sure. Both of you can do it, or you can assist with one or the other. Whichever you prefer. I'll help. Crit success! <laughs> Bear's nice. like, well, nice. fuck me, okay. man. Whatever. <laughs> All right, Bear, go ahead. You do it, too. If you get double crit successes, oh I'll give you something God. amazing. I got fours. You got to get twos. What if I crit <laughs> fail? Then what happens? If you crit fail, you're just going to take some peril. Oh, okay. You're going to slip and fall to your butt or something. What was it again? Standard? Standard's fine. Okay. Ooh. Rolled an eight. Eight's pretty good. It's no pretty good. Crit fail. But the two of you do, in fact, have start to have some deja vu as you start looking around and you realize there's this rocky, almost... It's hard to explain, but imagine the the foothills kind of coming down, all right, sloping down, but then there's a vertical cut into them. So rather than it being this kind of broad and gradual incline, there's almost like a wedge kind of cut into it. And you start following along that wall a bit, and you notice that along one of those walls, carved into the wall in a way that tends to blend with perspective you can see little steps, very narrow, very narrow, to the point where a, maybe a single person can kind of go up them. 
and you realize you have found something very similar that you saw on the eastern side of the ruin when uh, you all were returning from your chase uh, of Keon. Uh, and when you start creeping up the steps a bit, you can see that un- like hidden between this wedge of rock, there is a cave opening that seems to head eastward into the mountains themselves. <laughs>